0: Hey there, get ready because this is the M News Now, bringing you the latest cannabis industry news for Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. Researchers affiliated with California Polytechnic State University and the University of New Mexico published their study this week, which showed the eventual federal legalization of cannabis is projected to cost conventional pharmaceutical companies billions of dollars in reduced drug sales and stock market value. The researchers looked at how big pharma stock market returns responded to state cannabis legalization over the past, and they found definite trends of lower returns, which equaled billions of dollars of loss for the pharmaceutical sales. The researchers estimate that full federal legalization will result in a reduction in conventional pharmaceutical sales of nearly 11%. The authors concluded that conventional pharmaceutical manufacturers would be better off investing in the regulated cannabis markets rather than lobbying against it. After all, it's better to ride the waves than to try to turn back the tides. United States Air Force recruiting boss Major General Ed Thomas recently told Air Force Times that they're exploring the option of granting waivers to recruits who test positive for THC. He said, As more states legalize cannabis, there's an increased prevalence of THC-positive applicants. He added, We have to be realistic today. We need to exercise common sense. As things stand now, if an applicant tests positive for THC, then they're permanently barred from entering the Air Force. But Thomas believes that if a THC-positive applicant is otherwise qualified, and the Air Force believes that they'll act in good faith and forego cannabis once in the service, he thinks that would be grounds for a waiver. Each of the armed forces are under direction from the Pentagon, which does prohibit troops from cannabis products, including CBD. However, each branch makes their own determination for how they'll handle applicants who've used those products prior to service. And the Air Force is not the first to consider an option like this. The Navy instituted a trial program which provides a waiver option for certain applicants who tested positive for cannabis at intake. That two-year pilot program experiment is currently running through April of 2023. And the Army and Marine Corps both already have waiver options in place for those who test positive for cannabis at intake. The federally funded think tank, Corp. last year said that more than half of all new recruits come from states where medical marijuana is legal. And Natalie Grogan, who studies military personnel at the Center for a New American Security, said adjusting the rules on cannabis could play a role in opening the door to as much as one-third of young American men who might have disqualifying past criminal conduct. The Corp. said the potential for a new option waiver with the Air Force should be welcome news in recruiting offices nationwide. According to a new Gallup poll, more people in the United States are now smoking cannabis than cigarettes. Back in the mid-1950s, before education on the dangers of tobacco, nearly 45% of Americans smoked cigarettes. That number's been trending downward for decades, with only 11% now saying that they smoke them. On the other hand, cannabis use has gone up. 50 years ago, only 4% of Americans said they smoked marijuana. Now, 16% 16% of Americans say that they partake. Above both of these, though, alcohol is still the number one substance used, as it has been for 80 years since Prohibition was repealed. Back then, 63% of Americans drank alcohol, and today, that number is 67%. Lingering stigmas around mental health make it difficult to talk about for many people. But, with no one being perfect, most humans have ailments with their bodies and issues with their minds as well. No matter how sane you think you are, there's always something that keeps us from perfection. Those issues could range from common anxiety and depression to deeper and less common issues such as schizophrenia. And the source of these could be genetically inherited, or it could be caused by external issues such as experiences and trauma. Lately, there's been an alarming number of headlines using cannabis and mental issues as clickbait. Titles of articles reference cannabis as the catalyst for increased mental problems for youth and adults. But on the other hand, we know that many more countless people are successfully using cannabis without a problem. So which is it? Is cannabis harmful or helpful? Well, no substance is completely harmless. Even foods cause allergies or problems for some people. Cannabis is no different. There is limited data that a small risk exists in people who carry a specific, rare variant of a particular gene, that they're at an increased risk of developing psychosis with increased cannabis use. Cannabis use has also been shown to quicken or worsen the course of illness in patients who already have schizophrenia, even if it's yet undiagnosed. But psychosis and schizophrenia risks only apply to a very small minority of people based on their own unique genetics and the vast majority of the people who do suffer these issues most often have other issues involved as well. Factors such as poverty, family history, other drug use, and even more issues can make it difficult, if not impossible, for researchers to adequately determine if any cause-and-effect relationship exists between cannabis use and mental illness. A 2006 review by Britain's Advisory Council on the Misuse of Drugs previously concluded, For individuals, the current evidence suggests, at worst, that using cannabis increases lifetime risk of developing schizophrenia by 1%. Overall, the scientists say that data on this subject is not clear or well understood, and until this association is better understood, there may be some merit to various government warnings that adolescents and or adults with pre-existing symptoms of mental illness refrain from using cannabis and or other psychoactive substances, particularly in large quantities. But on the other hand, when used in moderation by adults, the scientists say that cannabis is relatively safe. And for the overwhelming majority of people, cannabis use can help reduce anxiety, insomnia, chronic pain, nausea, and much more. Additionally, it can create a sense of well-being, relaxation, and pleasure. And for most people, it's a good time. Cambridge University in England is the world's third oldest institute of higher learning and one of the most prestigious and highly respected as well. And scientists there have just completed a study on cannabis users. One of them summed up the study's purpose and result by saying, We're so used to seeing lazy stoners on our screens that we don't stop to ask whether they're an accurate representation of cannabis users. Our work implies that this in itself is a lazy stereotype. A team led by scientists at the University of Cambridge and the Institute of Psychiatry, Psychology, and Neuroscience at King's College London carried out a study comparing cannabis users to a control group and seeing if there was a difference in their levels of apathy and anhedonia, which is the loss of interest in motivation and the loss of interest in pleasure from rewards. They worked with both adults and adolescents who used cannabis at least four times a week and as much as every day. Professor Barbara Shakian from the Department of Psychiatry at the University of Cambridge said, Our evidence indicates that cannabis use does not appear to have an effect on motivation for recreational users. In addition to no negative effect on motivation levels, they also found that the cannabis users did not have a lack of interest in seeking rewards from exerting efforts. And in fact, their scores even indicated that cannabis users actually appeared to be able to enjoy themselves better than non-users, And that certainly wouldn't come as a shock to any cannabis users. The same team also published a report earlier this year from the same group of participants as they took part in a task and measured the reward processing. They used functional magnetic resonance imaging to look at the brain during tasks, and the images showed clearly that cannabis users had similar reward systems to non-users. Results from these studies with the University of Cambridge scientists are published in the International Journal of Neuropsychopharmacology. Political parties aside, repeatedly calling for the death penalty for drug dealers should be highly concerning for all of those in the cannabis industry. We should especially take note when these statements are made by the top leaders in our country. Over the weekend, former President Donald Trump spoke at a rally in Pennsylvania, and he repeated his assertion that he would like to see the death penalty for drug dealers. Trump has made these types of statements before, in 2018 and in 2020 and several other times. Most recently, he said this at the end of July, and again over this past weekend. In Pennsylvania on Saturday, he said, I'm calling for the death penalty for drug dealers. He also said, I'm calling on Republicans and Democrats immediately to get to Washington and institute the death penalty for drug dealers. During Trump's presidency, he rescinded the prior administration's guidance on cannabis prosecutions, called the Cole Memorandum, which was a document that directed the Federal Justice Department to deprioritize the prosecution of federal cannabis cases in states where it's been legalized. And BuzzFeed News reported that the Trump administration created a secret committee on how to combat public support for cannabis reform. A top spokesman for his re-election campaign in February 2020, said that the Trump administration's policy is that drugs, including cannabis, need to be kept illegal. While politics can be a personal issue, these types of comments on the cannabis industry are highly concerning, and are definitely something those in the cannabis industry need to be aware of. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates, and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later!